Today on episode number 84 of the Marketing Musician Podcast, we're talking with Taryn Arnold, who's a representative from Patreon, talking about the best practices to get the most from your patrons. It might seem like a lot to make it happen today, but give it all you got and you just might find your way. Just make the music and you can choose to tell the world just who you are. You're listening to the Marketing Musician Podcast at marketingmusician.com. All right. Hello, you marketing maniacs. It is I, your smiling host, Jammin' Dave Jackson, author of the book, Get Your Band, out of the basement. You can find that out at amazon.com. Our website is marketingmusician.com. And I'll say this right up front. If you're going to be shopping for the holidays, as I'm getting ready to put this out here in November, please visit marketingmusician.com and use the Amazon link. It's a way uh, for us to earn a little commission on that. You don't pay a dime. You don't do anything extra. Just go to marketingmusician.com, click on that banner, and it helps support the show, all of our bandwidth, all of our website, that kind of stuff. And so today, uh, Patreon's been around for quite a while, uh, a couple years now, which of course is, what, 14, an internet year, something like that. And you'll hear in this interview with Taryn Arnold that they are giving out $3.5 million a month to creators on Patreon. So I will see you on the other side of the interview. Here's my talk with Taryn Arnold from patreon.com. All right. Well, joining me via Skype, she is the community happiness rep. Love the title, by the way, because I'm sure everything <laughs> falls under that because who doesn't want to be happy? So <laughs> from Patreon, which is a great crowdfunding platform that we're going to talk about today. The one and only, don't be fooled by cheap imitations, Taryn Arnold. Welcome to ah, the show. Clap, clap, clap. Thank yeah. you so much. <laughs> Happy to be here. And uh, let's start off. We, we just explained you are the, the community happiness representative. So that is, I used to be a customer service representative many moons ago. Yes. And the great thing is everything falls under that term eventually. It so, totally does. So if anybody's remotely unhappy, somehow that ends up on your plate. So what's a typical day in your life look like? A typical day of my life. Well, it's very similar to what I imagine customer service rep would do. But, you know, we're in San Francisco and startup-y and cool. So, uh, you know, they throw some happy words in there to uh, to make it fun. But a typical day for me, I get into the office. I uh, basically spend the whole day scanning uh, Twitter and Facebook, making sure that everyone's happy. Any questions go answered. Um making sure that I'm sending fun gifts along the way, GIFs, depending on how you want to say it. Uh, and uh, I do support and I do a podcast and um, it's fun. It's all, all types of crazy, but I just, my day-to-day -day is making sure that our community stays, uh, stays in the know and stays happy with what Patreon's doing. Well, for anyone who's been under a rock for the past year or so, Mm -hmm. uh, why don't you explain what Patreon is? So, you know, pull your chain and then do that lovely elevator speech thing that I'm sure you've done 8 million times by now. Oh, well, of course. Yeah. Patreon is a way to pay your favorite creators for making the stuff you love. Um, so it's for, uh, creators and their fans, um, for creators, it's a way to get paid for doing the things that you've already been creating, whether that's podcasts or web comics or music. Um, and for fans, it's a way to finally be able to pay the creators that you followed for so long, uh, 
to do what you're doing. So you can think of it like a virtual tip jar where you say, Hey, like I, I am your fan. You have been making some awesome stuff and I want to throw you, let's say five bucks a month so that you keep doing what you're doing and you don't, you know, put your love of podcasting or something to the wayside. And, uh, through that you create an awesome community of fans and, um, you can offer rewards, which is really cool. And, and you can allow your fans to kind of come alongside you and actually support you and enable you to keep doing what you love doing. And for somebody who might be thinking, well, why don't I just put a PayPal donate jar, you know, or something on the website? What's, how do you differ from just PayPal? Yeah. So our whole goal, and this is something that we're working on in the coming year, is we want to be a community of people. I know I'll probably say that word often, but we want to be a community where your fans, uh, where a creator and their fans can come connect. We have like a, it's kind of like a Facebook wall, but patrons can come post anything they want, thoughts, uh, fun little things they learn from looking at a creation that a creator posted. They can comment on single creation you can like you can message your favorite creator um, it really just gives you a a inside look into what your creators day-to-day life looks like or what their creative process looks like um, and a lot of creators will a lot of creators do whatever they can to give that that special look instead of just making this a paywall, which is something we're really trying to be careful of not being confused as, because we don't want it to be like, Hey, you just put your money here and here you go. Like this is, this is how Patreon works. We, we don't want it to be like that. We want people to come here and say experience by getting to know my, the creator that I liked more uh, by becoming a patron on Patreon. Yeah. I think that's the, the biggest difference is somebody can leave me a donation and assuming that I get the notification that somebody has donated, mm-hmm. um, I then have to go dig through PayPal to get their email address to go. Thank you. Where yeah. here, it's really much more of an interaction where, totally. you know, I can upload a, a video or an audio or whatever. And somebody go, Oh, wow, that was really, really cool. I just, uh, I do one for, I do a show called ask the podcast coach uh, uh-huh. every Saturday and we do an extra half hour at the end of the show. And if you're live, you get to hear it. And if you don't, if you want to be a supporter, you know, go throw something at us and uh, you can log in and see that. So it's, mm-hmm. I had somebody say, Hey, I just watched this last video that I put up that was worth joining. And of course he's got like 12 other things that I have there that they can see. So it's kind of cool that I instantly got that feedback. It didn't get lost in email. Everything's right there in one place. So I can definitely see the, the benefits of, of this over PayPal. Not that PayPal is bad. It's just, this is taking that idea and, and moving it, uh, you know, in a, in a more sophisticated, more community-based, there's that word again, community-based yeah. uh, manner. But uh, how many people right now, do you know, are on the platform? We, so we are processing monthly around three and a half million dollars to creators, which is crazy. Like I, even just saying that feels so exciting. Uh, that's how much creators are getting paid a month um, in total, which is, yeah, it's so bizarre. Like it is such a fun Thing to come to work for and see that we have, we have stats on our wall and that's always something that's so excited, exciting to walk in and see. And, um, there are around 25,000 financially active creators on the platform right now. So it's, it's very, very exciting. That is because how long have you guys been around? It's been like what, two years, maybe. Yeah. Two years, 2013, I believe May of 2013. So 
Holy it's, cow. Uh, yeah, things have been awesome. I've only been on board since February and just the growth that we've seen since then alone is even our team has doubled. I was like, I think the 20th employee and now we're at 50, I think just since, uh, since February. So it's, everything's on the up, which is exciting. What are some of the like best practices that you've seen with uh, people that if, if somebody's thinking, wait, you know what? I keep hearing about this thing. I should probably start one. Any best practices? Yeah. So of course there's like the generic things of, you know, make sure that you're always engaging with your fans on Patreon. People see so much more success when they're, when they comment back to comments left on their page or when they're always sharing things out to their, to their community on social media or delivering rewards on time, just making sure that you're really, really present and playing up the community aspect of the whole thing instead of, like I said, using it as just a way to collect payment. But the truth is like full honesty, we are trying really hard in the coming year to be a platform that is better with discoverability. Our most successful creators on the platform have like even podcasts, like they have had fans for years, like longtime listeners that have been waiting for an opportunity like Patreon to show up. And that's why I think it's worked so well for so many creators is because we've like delivered something that they've been waiting for. And, you know, they've had a fan base offline. And and now that Patreon has showed up, they've been able to say like, great, I can't wait to finally be able to give. And, and we're, we are really working hard on on discoverability. So people that don't already have a fan base, when they come to Patreon, we want it to be like, Hey, we're going to help you get fans. Like we are going to put you in front of these patrons that are also supporting these podcasts or supporting these web comics, because we believe that, you know, it'll drive patronage here, here. So that's, it's a, it's a bummer because so many people will write in and, and say like, Hey, I launched my page and I don't know why I haven't seen any, any patronage show up and our, our response right now is like, yeah, I understand. And I feel you. And we're trying really hard to make discoverability our main priority. Um, which is why we're like getting down the nuts and bolts, bolts of how payments works and just like how our site works and looks in general. And then we're going to be able to move into, um, helping newer podcasters or creators get in front of other people so that they can build their fan base on Patreon instead of just migrate it. Well, and I would think like anything else, you have to you know, you have to ask, you have to, you can't just totally sign up and go, okay, I signed up. I made my video. Where's my million dollars. You, you gotta, you know, you have to give people a reason to subscribe. You have to uh, ask them to subscribe. And, and it's not just a case of, I put a button on the website because a lot of people, especially with a, especially a lot of people with a, a podcast, they don't, they're not on your website. They're listening to you on their phone. They may never, yeah. you know, so, and that's where you've got to, uh, you know, definitely uh, let them know what's going on. Well, yeah, we always, we always say like, it, it is funny where people just think they hit launch and they're going to sit at their computer and something's just going to pop up and be like, Hey, you've got 10 new patrons and here's your money. It's like, I, I love the hope there. That is a really like inspiring little bit. However, we're not there yet. Maybe one day we will be, but it of course starts with sharing it with your inner circle, like tell your best friends and your family what you're doing. They'll probably start like if your sister's not going to pay, like come on, got to give her a nudge and be like, Hey, like here, here's where we're starting. And then from there you post to your Facebook and your Twitter. And, and if you're, let's use podcasting as an example, if you're, like you said, people aren't always looking at your website. They don't have time to read things. Like you need to mention it in the things that you're actually creating so that people understand and know, and, and, and a lot of repetition, like think about people that when they launch, they just say, Hey, I launched and they send it out into Twitter. Like, 
think about how many tweets you see in a day and how many tweets you miss in a day. So you, you really need to make sure that you're saying, cool, for my launch week, I'm going to post three times a day and tell everybody that I just launched, you know, so that no one, none of your fans miss it. And everyone at least knows that that's what your next endeavor is. Well, I think you also probably have to tell them like step-by-step step what to do. It's like you said, it's great yeah. that Patreon is becoming more and more well-known, but it, and it's not hard to sign up, but depending on who your audience is, they might need a little step-by-step -step guidance to, uh, to figure out exactly where to click and what to type in. And I know there's a, you can actually tell people there's a limit because there are two different ways of, of signing up. You could have it to where every time you release content, they're charged, but that's where people are like, well, what if he decides to go, you know, a podcast a day, I'm going to go bankrupt. Mm -hmm. So you, you need to let them know to calm their fears. No, no, no. You can put a cap on it. You know, pay me a, a dollar every time I release a video or, you know, with a maximum of $5 per month or something like that. So you can tell them that so they don't uh, get freaked out, calm the fears before they, uh, <laughs> they show up. And then the other one is you can have just people say, Hey, just pay me a monthly fee and mm -hmm. I, I will just be putting out stuff. Is there any like one that fits better to a certain circumstance or do you see people migrating to one more than the other? Or? I think most, I don't know the exact percent, but I, I know that over half of our, our creators are monthly. I think it's just easier. Honestly, I think it's easier to manage. And I think it makes sense for creators that are not always posting your, like, say I make music videos. If I'm not only posting one music video a month, I'm posting like a blog post or like a behind the scenes look or those types of things. It can be less stressful on the creator to know what to charge your audience for and like what might make them be like, what, this wasn't worth being charged for or something like that. Um, so I, I personally think monthly is, is just easier for creators. However, for for creators that are, say I make, uh, yeah, let's say I make a music video and it takes me months to make this video and, and maybe I only put one out every two months or something. I know I don't want to be charging my patrons during that month that I don't post anything. Um, so if pe for people that are posting things less frequently, I would say that per, per creation, like charging your uh, fans per creation is a better movement so that you're not just like waiting. So your patrons aren't just like getting charged for nothing that you're doing. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's funny. Cause I have two accounts, one with both. Cause I love to play with toys. Oh, and, interesting. And it's funny because the one that is where I, you know, they get charged when I put something out. It's weird. Cause I'll see, you know, every time I post a video or something, you know, I make, I think it's $26 or something like that. And mm -hmm. so I'll look at the video and go, is this worth 26 bucks? But I have to realize <laughs> that's going, you know, that's whatever it's a dollar 50 per person or something like that. So I need to look at this as, is this worth two bucks? And yes, it always is. But it's like, I look right. and go like, is it worth 26? So I, I have a hard time putting stuff into that channel. Cause I'm always going, is this worth 26 bucks? And it's like, yeah. yes, yes it is. So <laughs> you have to get out of that mindset. And uh, again, it's, it's always important to remember. I think a lot of people think that like they're paying for the content, like, Oh, I'm giving him $26 to make this thing where really this stuff is free. Like we always, for the most part, like you're uploading in other places. Like it's not just exclusive to Patreon. And, and I think people, that's why people get like, so I've heard a, a little backlash around like, well, why do I have to pay for things that are already free? It's like, no, you're not paying for things that are free. You're just, it's just, I, I always think like, man, patrons are the most generous people that have ever lived. Like they're just like, Hey, this stuff is free, but I'm going to give you money anyway. It's just such a joyous experience. Every time someone gets a new patron, I'm like, yeah, that person is freaking awesome. Yeah. So let's talk about it. Cause I've, I've always been under that kind of synopsis that everything that you put on your Patreon page 
you know, has to be, you can't get this anyplace else. And you're saying, no, there are people that are just assembling all of their content in one place and making it easy. Yeah. Well, there's, you know, like Peter Hollins is a creator that's, yeah, he's actually in our office today. He makes these amazing acapella music videos and, um, everything he posts is free on YouTube. Like he tells his, his fans on YouTube, like, Hey, this stuff isn't going anywhere. I'm not putting it behind a paywall. I'm not saying you guys only get it. If you become my patron, he just says, you know, if you want me to keep doing this and if you want to be a part of my extra community and if you want these awesome rewards, like a lot of it is just really giving people are kind of paying for rewards in a way you're paying for the extras and, uh, just like the chance to say, Hey, like I, uh, I am a proud fan of this person. Like I would do that for so I have a couple of people that I'm a patron of as well. And it's, it's like, yeah, I could watch Ali Spagnola's YouTube video on YouTube for free. I could also watch it on Patreon for five bucks a month just because I want to, just because I'm proud of the, of the stuff she makes. And I'm excited to be a part of the community for it. Well, we should probably answer that question. What does it cost you if you have no patrons? Uh, it doesn't cost you anything. Yeah, exactly. So if you try this and it doesn't work, you're out and not a Zippo. You no, know, you, yeah. People will write in and say like, hey, so how much does it cost to use your service and what's the application process? And I'm like, great news for you. <laughs> like, doesn't doesn't cost you a dime, nor is there an application process. Like, we obviously have have guidelines and, and hopes of what the kinds of content on Patreon is. And, and really, you can sign up. And if it doesn't work out, that we don't like say you get $10 of patronage and then it doesn't work out. It's not like we, ha we take your money from you and we're like, ah, sorry, it didn't, you didn't hit your goals or anything like that. Like you take whatever money that you get. And if you don't get any money, it's totally okay. You're not, we don't charge you. There's nothing like that. Well, and that's where, and I would love to hear you answer this. Cause when I try to answer it, I go, it's kind of like this. And if it's the second Tuesday of the month and the moon is full, how do you explain <laughs> your fees? Oh man, that is a hard, it's a tough hard one. Okay. Question. Yeah. Uh, I will say, you know, we take 5% and it's dependent on your payout method. So if you are using Stripe or Payoneer or PayPal and then for patrons, like it's all dependent also on how they paid. So did they pay with a credit card? Did they pay on PayPal? Fees in general, we say average fees are in between four and 6%, but it can be lower or potentially a little bit higher dependent on all of those different things. But it, yeah, that is a hard question to answer. And if you want like an exact breakdown, we have in our help center, we have breakdowns between what PayPal charges or what credit card fees are, those types of things. Yeah. See, I like that. Somewhere between four and 6%. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and the reason why they're somewhat detailed is because in the end, you're trying to get the creator the most mm -hmm. money you can while still paying and, you know, still staying in business. Totally. Yep. We, uh, we are creator first. We do everything we can to lower, uh, any other issues for creators so that we can make sure that they're getting paid as much as they can. So what have you seen? Cause I know some people have like, you know, here's a buck, it's $5, $10, 20. Is there any kind of like when you see somebody going up, they're using this strategy and that'll probably work. Are there any things that you're seeing that are kind of like the norm that, that seem to be working? Most create, like when you look at patron data, most patrons are pledging on $5 increments. So five, 10, 15, and our average pledge per patron is $7. So you can tell that people are either, it's around seven. So they're either paying five or 10 to their favorite creators. And I think that works really well. We want to related to fees, we want to make sure that we avoid a lot of microtransactions. So if creators are pe like 
getting a bunch of $1 pledges that can be really hard on fees. Um, so we always say to like incentivize your five and $10 pledges. Cause those are, yeah, I would, I would say those are the ones that really bring in the most value for both the creator and the patron. And it, it, I don't know, it feels good. Like when I think about it and I'm like, oh, do I want to give three bucks to a creator or two bucks to a creator? It's like a $5 bill. I picture it as a $5 bill. I'm like, man, that sounds good. Or a $10 bill. Like that feels good to offer someone for something that I love. We used to do pledges under a dollar. Like people could pay on like the 50 cent pledge level or something, which we've stopped because it was hard on microtransactions. And, and it just, you know, just so many little charges over and over again, it just doesn't add up well. So I would say to bulk up your five and $10 reward tiers, because those are the ones that most patrons are pledging at. And is it, are we allowed to say publicly or do you know who is like the, the top, the king of the hill over there at the moment in terms of bringing in some dough? As far as podcasts go, I grabbed a couple of our, of our uh, highest earning podcasters and they range anywhere from 15,000 a month. The three that I pulled, like our top three earning podcasts, um, like Tom Merritt, who does the daily tech news show. We have comedy button, uh, five guys doing some funny stuff and then the kind of funny podcast. And they're anywhere from 15,000 a month to $24,000 a month. So, which is pretty awesome for, for making your podcast dream come true. I, I wouldn't mind that. It's pretty yeah. cool. I think that's a little better than a poke in the eye. Yeah, <laughs> just a bit. So Tom Merritt, Comedy Button, and what was the third one? Kind of funny. Kind of funny. So yeah. I'll have, to, uh, I'll have to reach out to those guys and go, how are you doing that? Doggone. Yeah. yeah that's they, very, very cool. They are guys that have had, you know, those podcasts have just had such long-term fan bases and, and they're so consistent and they're posting and they're so just on point all the time. And they're, you know, I, I personally, like, I know kind of funny myself. I love listening and watching their stuff and they're so engaged with their community. Anytime you tweet at them, they'll like try their hardest to favorite or re or tweet back or anything like that. It, it makes you feel like you are totally a part of their community and they make you feel so, or they, they're so thankful and make you feel so a part of, of everything that they're doing. I think it works really well. It clearly works well. Yeah, obviously 20, if they're getting that kind of cash a month, uh, yeah. I'll, I'll tweet back for, <laughs> that'll work in terms of, uh, cause I know there's gotta be some really interesting rewards. Have you ever seen one that you're like the, what the, who that, uh, that you've <laughs> got, yeah. you know, people joke, there's a lot of joke rewards I see. So people will give, you know, the, the standard rewards of like, oh, you could do a webcast or I'll give you behind the scenes look at what I'm making or I'll give you a free download. Those those types of things are are standard and awesome and work super, super well. Um, and then some creators will get crazy and they'll say like, if you give me $30,000 a month, I'll fly to you and kiss you and I'll kiss your child's forehead. And like, there's always, always really, really crazy, funny things like that. Um, one caution actually I will say about rewards is, with physical rewards. So people that are sending like, Hey, I'll send you a handwritten card once a month or whatever. Um, those can lead into some trouble for creators because they just, it's an easy thing to forget, but you just forget how much shipping costs uh, account for things. So if you're saying like, I'll send you a handwritten card for a dollar a month, like that can add up really quickly. And, um, so I would express caution that way. We always, push and tell creators to really uh, look at and think about setting up, you know, digital based rewards. I always, I love when creators do access to uh, like 
patron only webcasts or something like that, because that feels really intimate. You know, you're in it with a creator and you know that everyone else that's watching or commenting or talking are, you know, people, patrons just like you. So I, I stress that one and love it very much. Yeah. That's one of those things. I've also seen people that I always wonder, like in terms of scale, like, mm-hmm. Hey, if you do this, we'll do, you know, four extra shows a week. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. You know, when you're doing one show a week it was really, really good. The last time I checked, there's still only 24 hours in a day. And now you're going to do four times as much. That's four times as much prep and four times as much. I'm always thinking, is that going to scale? Cause just cause I now get five episodes, I used to get one really good episode. Now I get five that are meh. Yeah. 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 I think creators just get so excited. They're just like, I'm going to do this and I'll do this. I'll do this. And, and, you know, you can always switch around your rewards. We don't, you know, uh, say that you should do it often. I don't recommend just switching them around on your patrons all the time, but you can, if you're noticing that a goal or reward you made is like not tangible or something that's not going to work for you. But yeah, you do have to think about these things. You know, you don't want to uh, just throw things up there and say, ah, this might not happen because if it happens, you, you are, you know, you've got to fill that, you know? Right. Yeah. Well, that's a great question. So if I started off and I had a, I think I have one for a dollar a month, you will get my undying love. I should think like that. And it's uh-huh. my, you know, you can sleep at night knowing that, you know, you've helped somebody out. If that's I decide great. later, I want to like, take that off and, and what happens to a, the people who have signed up under that level and B, you know, how does that work? If you decide later you want to change. Yeah. So your uh, your you know, your patrons don't get deleted. They're still there. They're hanging out. It doesn't cause any lasting damage. Um, they're just floating. They're not in a reward tier at the point at, at the moment. So, uh, what I recommend if people say like, Hey, I, you know, I'm trying to get rid of my $2 reward tier. It's just not something that I think is beneficial. And I'm hoping people start pledging to higher reward tiers. Uh, I always recommend, Hey, just send your patrons a message. Let them know, let them know that you're deleting it. So they don't all of a sudden get super confused on why it looks kind of funky on their page or like anything like that. Um, so yeah, just, just overall, what we always say here at Patreon is transparency just rocks it here. Like we, you know, asking is needing to be transparent and that's being vulnerable and it's good. And, and you need to ask for things and you need to be honest about things. And you know, your what you're making is out in front of everyone, you know, which is scary for some people, but nice for others. Like what you're not only your creations, but like even the dollar amount you're making. So most of our creators are okay with transparency because that is kind of a scary thing to show the amount of money that you're making. So we say that you also uh, reflect that and carry that on to when you're making changes to your page or anything like that, just so your community feels like they are in the know of what you're doing. Sure. Anytime you can keep them in the loop, that's always a good thing. Totally. Awesome. All right. Well, as we get ready to wrap up, a couple other quick questions. You, yeah. You have an option here for everyone. When you make a post, you basically could make a post that anybody can see. Mm-hmm. And I always, I thought about that. That's probably a really good idea because somebody may be thinking about becoming a patron or not. And they're like, well, I don't know. What do I get? So if you have a couple that are free for everybody, it's kind of like a free sample when you go into the grocery store on Saturday and they're like, here, would you like to try this? By having some, is that basically how people are using that? Is kind of a, a here's a little bit of a sneak peek. Totally, yeah. It's saying like, hey, this is what this is what you would get. And again, these things are often they're free elsewhere. So it's it to me, it makes total sense to leave a lot of posts as public, um, and and for everyone, so that people, you know, if I stumble upon your page, I want to know what you're making. I don't want to look at your post tab and see everything tapped at, like out. Like, and I I can't 
to see any of the stuff that you've been working on. It's hard to want to jump in and be like, cool, I can't, I can't wait, you know, when you're just like blindly signing up for something. And um, so I think, I think it makes a lot of sense. Also, sometimes creators will, you know, we want to feature a creator on our featured page because we just think that what they're making is awesome or unique or whatever it is. And it's hard for us to do so when everyone, when all their posts are patron only. We're like, hey, can you switch one of your posts to to public just so other people can see it? And yeah. Yeah, that's something I need to do because most of my stuff is for patrons only. And I'm like, well, that's kind of silly. It's exactly like you said, somebody, unless they know me from my podcast or whatever, they may not just want to blindly sign up if I can give them a little, just a little tease that'll get them a in the door. A little tease. Yeah. And, and we really, you know, we want, as we move towards discoverability, we want that to be, you know, right now it kind of makes sense. I can see why people do patron only everything. They want people to become their patrons. These are people that are, you know, people aren't falling on their page organically through Patreon yet. Um, but as we move towards discoverability, we're hoping to push more pages in front of our, you know, patrons on the site. And when we do that, it, it would be really helpful to have a lot of your stuff, not behind a patron only sticker. Yeah. Well, the other thing we need to talk about is before we hit record, you mentioned that you have a podcast. I do have so, a podcast. So yes. tell us about your podcast. So I do a weekly, um, 10 minute podcast. It's on SoundCloud, but we push it through Patreon and it's called calling all creators. Um, I, I email some creators beforehand and I say, Hey, does this day for five, you know, I'll, I'll call, I'll say like, Hey, does this day work for you? And they're like, great. And I'm like, cool. I want to call you. I kind of want to surprise you. So I'll maybe call you in between 2 PM and 7 PM. Like I give kind of a bigger window. Um, and I call them, hopefully catch them off guard so that, you know, when their fans listen to it, they're like, wow, what was my creator doing? What was the creator I support doing just on their own before, like without just, you know, it's different when you're expecting a phone call. Um, so I kind of catch them off guard, chat with them. I only get 10 minutes. So I get a little bit of what they're doing on Patreon, but it's really just about the creator. I want like a fan to look, to listen to it and think, whoa, like that was just, I got to know some odd things about my creator in that, uh, in, you know, that 10 minute period. So I ask a lot of curveball questions. I ask goofy questions. I ask, um, we, you know, play a game sometimes or I have a challenge or a quiz for them. So it's really fast paced. Um, just showcasing the different creators that we have on Patreon and what a normal, you know, 10 minute phone call would be like with them. Awesome. And yeah. if anybody has any questions about Patreon and uh, they want to follow up, where's the best place to go and what should they click on and that kind of stuff? Yeah. So you can tweet us. That's always an option. That's just at Patreon. And then also if you head to patreon.com slash help center or actually patreon.com slash FAQ. That'll be quicker for you. You will, there's tons of questions answered and you can also scroll to the bottom and it says trouble finding the answer to your question. Send us a note here. That's just a quick way to send us a note. Um, and we will get back to you as soon as possible We're we are, uh, we're a quick team. We work hard, so we will get back to you and, and, uh, let you know whatever you're looking for. Awesome. Well, Taryn, thank you so much for coming on the show. Yeah. Thanks for chatting with me. So a couple things to pick up on that. Number one, the people that are making a lot of this money had longtime listeners. This is something that's not going to happen overnight. Number two, some people are signing up and just going, well, where's my patrons? No, you have to tell people about this. So if you're using something like MailChimp or AWeber or whatever you're using for your email program, you know, most of those allow you to create a template. Go into that template, make sure that there's a link to your patron, make sure there are links to your CDs and your website, of course. 
Uh, and you have to tell people that this is going on. And the other thing, like she said, make sure physical things realize your audience is now global. So when you start saying, I will ship you stuff that can get mildly expensive. You have to be careful with that. And also make sure, always think about what's the best case scenario. So some people are like, well, I will do this for everyone. Well, maybe if that actually worked, you wouldn't be able to then meet your reward because there's no way that would scale. So keep that in mind. Also, uh, don't forget this Thursday night. And don't forget this Thursday, as I record that, that is uh, November 5th. We are doing a live blab with musician Matt Gibson. Matt has a ton of endorsements. He's got over a million followers on YouTube and uh, something I'm going to try just to uh, to see how this works. Um, and maybe this will be a new direction for the Marketing Musician podcast. The original idea of the Marketing Musician, it was called the Musician's Cooler. It was where musicians came to trade advice. And maybe we'll start just doing live hangouts and announce them well in advance and everybody can just kind of chime in and share their insights, share their experiences, and we can all grow together. So uh, to find that, just go out to marketingmusician.com slash live. You'll actually see if you go out to the um, website, there's a link to that. And uh, looking forward to that. That's something new. Don't be afraid to try new things. And uh, Thanks again for listening. If you're uh, new to the show, go out to marketingmusician.com slash iTunes and you can subscribe to the show. If you're uh, if you have a smartphone, go out to learntosubscribe.com. There's a tutorial there on how to subscribe to podcast in iTunes. Or, I'm sorry, in the uh, podcast app, which is if you have an iOS device, you have the podcast app. You can't delete it. So check that out. Thanks so much for listening. Let me remind you that for those who have money, Well, there's therapy, and for the rest of us, there is music. Stay cool, everybody. Take care. God bless. Woo! Woo!